his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris and Amy on KMOX, hour two of the show. We go until one o'clock here on KMOX, 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, and the Odyssey app and KMOX.com, all the ways you can listen in. We go to the Quiver River Electric guest line this morning, and we visit with Greg Storr, who covers the Supreme Court for Bloomberg News, also a native of St. Louis. And Greg is with us now on KMOX. Good to have you today. How are you? Oh, good. Always good to be on, Chris. So we're we're glad to have you, and it's a a perfect opportunity to do so because we got the news this morning that uh, former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor passed away. So, um, on a looking back on her career, which has been over for a long time, last in the Supreme Court in two thousand six, I didn't realize it had been that long. But as you look back on her career, how do you view it, and how is it viewed? generally speaking, overall? Well, unquestionably, she is a pioneer. The first woman on the Supreme Court, uh, you know, paved the way for what are now, there are now currently four women on the Supreme Court. Uh, For much of that time, she was the only woman on the Supreme Court. And she carved out a very powerful role for her on that court when she was there. Uh, She kind of held the ideological center. She wasn't somebody who liked big, sweeping legal theories. She liked to look at the facts of a case and issue relatively narrow rulings. And, uh, you know, we've seen much of, of, of her legacy, judicial legacy, overturned by this court as it's moved to the right. But unquestionably, she is a historic figure, uh, both for who she was and what she, what she did as a justice. Yeah, and conservatives or those who are more progressive can either praise or criticize her decision. She was on some really uh, consequential decisions, such as the 1992 Planned Parenthood versus Casey um, on uh, decision, which would continue uh, to expand abortion rights. But then also she was on the Bush v. Gore decision as well, which rankled some people. Yeah, yeah, there are certainly decisions where she was with the liberal justices, with the conservative justices, and and decisions where she was sort of on her own carving out that middle path. So, you know, on an issue like affirmative action, for example, she said universities have the right to uh, consider using race as an admissions factor for the sake of diversity, but she said they can't be too mechanistic about that. They can't automatically give uh, people uh, points in the admissions process just because they're of a certain race. That's one of those decisions that uh, has since been overturned by the Supreme Court. 
Uh, Greg, when something like this happens, though she has been out of the Supreme Court for so long um, and so far removed from it, what what is typically the reaction, uh, uh, you know, there on a day like today when something like this, when news like this breaks? Well, certainly, uh, you know, she was, uh, you know, somebody who all these justices knew uh, to, to some degree, uh, e- either as colleagues. In some cases, some of them were law clerks when she was a, a, a justice on, on the court. Uh, there will be a lot of sadness. Uh, she was, uh, you know, certainly she, she was the kind of justice who others would say kind of held the court together. She would, for example, insist that they all go to lunch after arguments and spend time with one another, you know, just as people, not as, as justices disagreeing about things. And and so I, I think you will you will see a number of statements from justices, both current and retired ones, talking about how much they they valued that role that she played in kind of making the court a family. Does that exist now? It, it, it does to some degree, certainly. I don't know that there is somebody who is uh, quite the glue that Justice O'Connor tended to be. Uh, you know, I mean, what I'm saying is that she would be the one who would say to, to another justice, hey, you need to come to lunch because it's important for our relationships that you do that. I don't know that anybody has fully embraced that sort of role as being being trying to be a uniter on this court. Yeah, the last, I guess, friendship, like a strong friendship that I knew of publicly was Antonin Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, even though, you know, we have a conservative judge, a progressive judge, um, as far as their personal beliefs would go, they were still good friends. Yeah, very, very much so. And, and you know, I think, you know, one of the people who Justice O'Connor was was especially close to was actually somebody who's pretty ideologically similar, Justice Breyer, uh, also uh, retired. Uh, the two of them uh, would often be kind of in a middle group on the court, sort of carving out you know, something of a compromise r- ruling. And, and Justice Breyer has often talked about how he and Justice, uh, Justice Breyer has talked about how he and Justice O'Connor would think about legal issues uh, the, the same way. Um, uh, yeah, there are going to be a lot of, I think, very sad statements that we're going to get from her, her former colleagues. Greg, the, the court was founded in 1789, and from that time in 1789 until Justice O'Connor retired in 2005, there had always been an elected official on the bench. There had always been an elected official in the Supreme Court when she retired. That was She was the last politician uh, to serve or to be on the Supreme Court. What is, uh, I guess, perhaps the reason for that or significance of that, if any? Well, probably two different questions there. The reason for it uh, is probably in part because the political parties increasingly like somebody who has been a judge, in particular a federal appeals court judge, because that gives a pretty good indication of what they might be like as a Supreme Court justice. Uh, The significance of it um, really, uh, you know, probably hard to to, uh, overstate, you know, she tried to bring a pragmatic approach to things. She thought about the consequences of rulings and, uh, you know, as I suggested earlier, wasn't into big sweeping ideological theories about, say, originalism. And, and so you ended up with, uh, for lack of a better way to, to, to put it, what 
uh, sort of a common sense approach to the, to, to the to the to the law. Not that everybody necessarily agreed with her, but that was the kind of thing she she brought, uh, you know, in, in her opinions. And you're right, we have not, we do not have that anymore. We don't even have Justice Breyer, who once worked in the legislative branch. There's no legislative experience on the court right now. Supreme Court reporter for Bloomberg News, Greg Storr, is visiting with us here on KMOX. And if you go back to the the 70s and 80s, you'll find a few justices who had zero, uh, no, they had no zero uh, uh, confirmation votes. So nobody voted against them. She was one of them. She was uh, confirmed 99 to, to zero. Uh, the last one that happened for was was Justice Kennedy in the late 80s. We haven't had one since then where it's been so overwhelmingly in favor of a particular justice. Does that say something about the justices or about the government, about our politics? Well, well, maybe a little bit of both. Uh, You know, we are seeing, uh, you know, very much presidents now able to appoint somebody whose rulings they're going to agree with a lot. Presidents, both parties are better at that, I think, than they were, uh, you know, back at the time Justice o- O'Connor uh, was, was appointed. Um, the uh, So, so you know, the, the justices are, are a little bit different. But, you know, these, poli- these confirmation uh, battles have become such political processes. And, you know, I think right now, Chief Justice Roberts had 22 votes against him. He his was the most uh, overwhelming confirmation of any of the current justices. And given our political environment right now, it's hard to see you know when we're going to have another unanimous confirmation. Uh, just going back to one of the consequential cases, Bush v. Gore, and she, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, had said years later, like, maybe the court shouldn't have taken this case because at the very least, uh, she told the Chicago Tribune, quote, it stirred up the public and gave the court a less than perfect reputation. What are your thoughts on that case and her um, opinion? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts back on it. Yeah, that's a very intriguing comment, and it's the kind where you, you wish you could ask her more about what she thought. Uh, she, she was uh, a deciding vote in that case. Uh, she had uh, gone the other way. The recounts in Florida might have continued. Um, and, and so, you know, hugely consequential. We've also seen her expressing sort of regret about the direction of the court in some other areas. She was very critical of the Citizens United campaign finance 
ruling that has sort of, you know, allowed more spending on on campaigns and election issues. So I I think, you know, Justice O'Connor is somebody who uh, probably retired a little earlier than she absolutely had to. She probably could have continued on as an effective justice for a few more years. And I think she she indicated in her retirement, looking back, just a little regret about the rightward shift of the court in recent years. We appreciate your time, Greg Storr. Thank you for visiting with us today. All the information, great as always. My pleasure. Happy to do it. That is Greg Storr, covers the Supreme Court for Bloomberg News. We had another uh, bit of news that happened this morning. There's actually been a lot going on today. Uh, But we kind of figured this was coming. George Santos has been expelled from Congress. A vote today was pretty overwhelming. I believe uh, 311 votes against him. So he has been expelled from Congress. And usually we talk to Major Garrett on Thursdays. But he is going to join us when we come back for a few minutes here on KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.